We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts, Luke Silvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Ignis Bresdeka Show. Jonathan Osborne here. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. Luke, what is popping? Well, yeah, you guys heard it. You know, we have the rebrand, the Ignis Brasdeka show. Yep. So it's here. Um, thanks, I guess. You know, I mean, I had a. Well, funny enough, Luke, um, we actually had Ignis Brasdeka call into the show. Really? Uh, can, I, uh, can I play his voicemail yeah, 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 for you? Yeah, absolutely. All right, all right. Rename yourself the Ignis Brasdeka show. Casuals. <laughs> 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 Bro, that laugh that laugh gets me. At the end of <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't think that's Ignis Bresdakis. Um No, but it, but it I mean I didn't know that there was they were out there, you know? I really didn't. I didn't think that they were out there. Uh, but they are. It really feels like a troll though. It, it feels like it a is. Troll. I mean if it I, if it, I'd be more worried if I thought it wasn't. So yeah, uh, thank you for that. I wish you would have given it, but actually, it makes it good. He didn't say anything, but that. Yeah, we don't. I don't want to know who you are ever, unless like we're in person and you just come up and you're like, <laughs> you just have to say the line, or just say, "Heh." We'll know. Heh. Yeah. Well, we'll know. So that's incredible. He'll so he'll see you sometime you soon, maybe here so in, a, in a couple months, Jonathan. Maybe. Uh, actually, Luke, that's a, a perfect segue. So we are officially announcing. If you've been following us on social media, you might have kind of already caught wind about this a little bit, but. We are back at Harry Buffalo the night of the NBA Draft Lottery. That is going to be Tuesday, May 17th, 2022. We don't have an exact time right now, but last year the NBA Draft Lottery started at 8.30. We were at Harry Buffalo at 7.30 just so everybody could kind of get in the door, give enough time for people to get there, get some food, get a couple of drinks, and you're feeling pretty good as we roll into the Draft Lottery. So we're probably planning for that same time. So again, that is going to be 7.30. Tuesday, May 17th, 2022. If anything changes, we will let you guys know. But it is at Harry Buffalo, downtown Orlando. It's like a block and a half from Amway. You're in like the shadow of Amway Center. It's really, really cool. So make sure that you guys come out. And hopefully we have better luck this year. But what I can say is it's going to be a good time regardless. Last year, the place was packed. 
It was a lot of fun. The energy was incredible. The vibes were incredible. This year, we are expecting an even better turnout. So the, the news be was there. there or be square. You don't want to miss it. I know the news was there. I was I obviously, unfortunately, I could not be there. I will not be able to be there this time either. However, Jonathan, I hope that I never have another opportunity to come to a lottery watch party again. I hope True. I hope the next time that we are, you know, that I get to finally come to a six man event is for like the playoffs or a game during the regular season, whatever it might be. But Harry Buffalo playoff away basketball, something like that. I, uh, I I'm jealous of all you guys that are going to go to the uh, lottery watch party once again. Well, you know, one one way or another, your your time to be at a six man show event in person will will come. It's soon, all very. So you worry about it's that. all very painfully ironic that one of the co hosts of the six man show hasn't been to a six man show event. So we'll get that yeah. chance. We'll get that chance, and we'll get many chances since once again I'm I'm moving, and it might be July. So it, it might be July. It might be August. We we aren't done. You know, haven't officially decided, but it's gonna be one of those two months. Awesome. Well, looking forward to it, Luke. But yeah, folks, mark your calendar Tuesday, May 17th. Uh, we're going to be at Harry Buffalo, so make sure you guys come out. Next thing we want to do really quickly, uh, we want to talk about Patreon. So if you guys want to help financially support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show. We have three tiers that you can select from and subscribe to help out the show. Really goes a long way. We have a new patron, Luke, Michael Martin. Shout out to Michael Martin, not Mike Jones, not Michael Jordan. Not Steve Martin, mm. not Martin Lawrence, but Michael Martin. That was welcome to the Patreon. That was my pretty impressive. I can't lie to you. As as many just kind of I was that was off the cuff, I could, bro. I, didn't, I can I didn't tell, but also it was impressive. Anyway, Thank anyway, you. carry on. I'm I, I'm flattered that you were impressed. Absolutely. No, don't don't apologize at all because now we're giving Michael Martin another shout out. <laughs> shout out Michael Martin. If you guys want a shout out just like that, uh, we shout out all of our brand new patrons just like that, and then we are going to go through the whole list of our patrons now. So shout out Court Cousins, Drew Gooden, Armin, Keith Garcia, Zico, Carson Tulo, Nathan Lynn, Ellis, Jonathan Borges, Norm L, Magic Player History, Julio Bailey, Matt Lyman, Eric Segovia, Gabe Gaines, Bo Outlaw Fan, Wiffle, Michael Martin. Luke, that list is getting long, my boy. It's getting long. It is. It's getting long. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey. Uh, next week, maybe I'll try to do the whole list in one breath. Ooh, I don't I don't know that I can, but I'll try next I week. I think you could do it. We'll see how that goes. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Luke, um, not a lot of basketball to talk about since we last spoke, uh, since we uh, you know, last met here. Uh, only one game for the Orlando Magic against kinda, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Kind of nice. Can't lie to you. The, the, the closer we get to the end of the year, it is a little bit nice to have only had to have watched essentially one game in the last few days. Well, I've got to say, you know, now, you know, obviously we're coming to the end of the season, but we haven't added a back-to-back. It feels like at least in a in a couple of weeks or so, um, you know. And now, you know, with this last game, you know, you have Monday off, then you have a game Tuesday, uh, no game today, Wednesday when we're recording this. You got a game Thursday, and then no Friday or Saturday game mm. before the final game on Sunday. Which, by the way, I know it's not the Magic that did this. I know it's the NBA that decided what time this game was going to be at home versus the Heat, but 7 o'clock on a Sunday, Whack. I wanted to go to this game, and I was like thinking, I'm like, man, how can I like make this happen and not be like dead tired? And Carmen's like, how are you going to record the podcast? I'm like, I'm not going to make Luke stay up until midnight because I want to go to the game on Sunday mm. so I can come back and record, so I'm not going. Is, is producer Kevin going to that game? No, or... I don't think so. But he's done crazy things, you know? I Kevin's the type he's of dude to get out of things. church and then just drive straight to Orlando. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and fan appreciation night that Miami Yeah, I don't feel very appreciated, you know, at least not by the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Like, I was over these orange jerseys like three or four games in. Mm-hmm. It feels like we see them every single home game now. And we have to see them again on Sunday. That will be the last time. And I hope it's the last time for a very, very long time, if not forever, does it, does that I, we don't have to see the orange One again. thing that might be overlooked because the Magic have worn it so many times, Jonathan, the pinstripes and like the the, the phrase in the pinstripes, uh, which is like, why not us or something? Is that right? Why not us? Why not yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, a casual? So anyway, my point being, Jonathan, is that it seems a little... Uh, ironic that that's like this whole that's like what they chose to put in the pinstripes and we suck and they're purposely losing yeah why not us why not us why, why not, not now, now? Maybe, why can't oh, we win the lottery that, that's what i'm saying that's that's what it's it, gotta be it, subliminal messaging yeah, they're just trying to manifest office. it to be the number yep. one pick and it's all in the pinstripes baby it's all in the pinstripes yep yep it wasn't you know to win the title mm. you know like richard devos originally said mm. Why not us? Why not now? Why can't we, this young They're, stud team, going mm-hmm. on and win a championship? Mm-hmm. 
why can't this group of ragtag misfits lose every single game possible and we win the draft? Why right? not us? Why not now? Why not now? <laughs> Incredible. I, th- well, I think that's uh, the episode see... title, by the way. Why not us? <laughs> yeah, why, why not, not now? Us? Why... That, that is so perfect. I, I have made it a point not to ever reuse mm. a podcast title. Mm-hmm. I will have to go back and check that we haven't already done that. I don't think we have, right. but I'm also not entirely sure if we have it. That's definitely the, yeah, the episode name of uh, of the podcast. Which actually, th- that would be like your your first time like naming a podcast episode, probably. Because usually I just like decide that in post. Usually you and I don't even talk about it. I don't even know the name yeah, of the episode yeah, until just, I see it yeah, in the morning. Just, it doesn't totally matter, but you know, oh, but sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes I just gotta find something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Usually have pretty good ones. And I think that the Yeah, I think so. I think this one, if if it's not been used before. I think it's I think we're safe. Okay. I think we're safe. So uh yeah. Anyways, Luke, um, let's talk about this game. Mm. Okay. No Wendell Carter Jr. still. All right. Sad. You know, no Cole Anthony, you know, with the big toe. Mm. Franz Wagner comes back into the starting lineup. Jalen Suggs comes back into the starting lineup. And for the first time all season, in roughly 15 months, we see Markel Fultz in the starting lineup for the first time. And in this game, Markel looked incredible, played almost 24 minutes. We're going to talk a little bit more about Markel after we talk about the game. But um, wait a minute. Wait just a minute. We did not do Tankathon. Oh. So we're going to pause. All right. We're going we're gonna to take a quick pause. Everybody relax. This is totally fine. It's the end of the year. It's kind of like the end of the school year. You start, you see vacation coming up, and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to do my homework. I already have a C-plus in that class. Mm-hmm. My parents will be just fine. I might have to mow the lawn a couple of times at the beginning of the summer, but then they'll forget, and I'll be fine. We're going to sim the lottery here. Everybody knows the rules. You do it one time, tankathon.com. As of now, the Magic have the second worst record in the NBA, only behind the Houston Rockets. The Magic have a 52.1% chance of ending up in the top four, a 14% chance of ending up with the number one overall pick. We are going to sim the lottery now. And the Magic got the fifth pick overall. Portland jumped five spots to number one. Sacramento jumped five spots to number two. Houston drops two spots. The Atlanta Hawks jumped 10 spots to end up number four, and the Magic end up number five overall. Right now, that would have the Magic taking power forward Keegan Murray out of Iowa. Um, I want to say, Jonathan, just kind of riding on the coattails of the Magic getting the fifth pick on Tankathon, I have a uh, a friend of mine. His name's Brandon Kluge. Shout out Brandon Kluge. I've been getting shout outs lately to my friends, so they they they're lucky. But he texted me. We discussed me. that you know like a monetary value mm-hmm. associated with that on well, the last podcast. Well, uh, Kluge is what he goes by his last name. Kluge hasn't slipped me any money yet, but he texted me this morning, and it was just a reminder. Uh, Kluge the loogie. I'm sure he's heard that too many times, but he texted me. <laughs> yeah, not original. He's not like a like a like a big magic fan by any means he's not a huge nba fan he keeps up with it but he's like i'm trying to you know maybe get into the magic this year this was before the season started he texted me oh, this morning right long year he texted me this morning and he said every time i do tankathon it's not good for the magic that is all he said to me yep i replied yeah it's a coin flip for sure and uh he just left me on red so shout out kluge for that uh yeah just kind of a reminder that this is uh it's a crapshoot 
you've been running it on Twitter, posting it every day, basically. Just not, it's not good. It's a lot of the times it's not good. So I'm just, it's just, ugh, it's terrible, man. Uh, to me, it doesn't feel like a coin flip. Are you familiar with Dungeons and Dragons at all? Yeah. You know, they have like the, a 20 sided mm, die. Yeah. That's what this feels like to me. Right. It's and not a coin flip. You need to get flip. a number on there. You need to get the one. Yeah. And you just can't do Which, it. You know, for my, my Dungeons and Dragons fans out there, I've only ever played one Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Mm. I didn't really know the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the at the time of like, oh, you know, you just can't do certain things, blah, blah, blah. Right. But I basically wanted to do an action that would basically like break the whole world and end the game. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, you have to get a nat 20, which is you roll and it lands on 20. And sure enough, rolled it, landed on 20, and everybody was pissed off at it. <laughs> That's my Dungeons & Dragons story. I've never played again. That's incredible. So, and on that note. Yeah. So, all right. Back to the Cavs game. So, Markel Fultz back. Jalen Suggs back. Franz Wagner back. Well, Markel back in the starting lineup. Everybody else kind of back from injury. We had to see seven minutes of Franz Wagner before he rolled the other ankle, the right ankle, left the game, was out for the rest of the game. We probably won't see Franz Wagner for the rest of the season, I would guess. Right. Two games remaining. Why risk it? He's got two bad ankles you at already, this point. You already Just blew the iron, the offseason healthy. I, it's no point. Yeah. You've already you know ruined it. And, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Mo Bamba, five threes in the first half for the Orlando Magic in this one. Um, we've seen halves like this, you know, from Mo Bamba before, but um, it feels like every, you know, twenty games you can count on a, a really big shooting half out of Mo Bamba. Uh, but Mo Bamba's again sixteen points in the first half, fourteen first half points out of Ignis Brasdakis. This is the Ignis Brasdakis show. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys just go off in the first half for the Magic, and the Magic were down two going in to halftime. And then in the second half, really, the story was Markel Fultz uh, and, and Moritz Wagner. You know, Markel Fultz, Moritz Wagner, they've had good chemistry really ever since, like, the moment Markel came back. Um, it's usually those two guys going on some crazy run, keeping the Magic in almost every single game. Ten points in the second half out of Markel Fultz. 13 out of Mo Wagner and the Magic outscore the Cavs by seven in the second half to win the game 120 to 115. Darius Garland, you know, he he really tried to do all that he could, um, especially in the fourth quarter. He had 21 points in the second half, 13 in the fourth quarter, but it just was not enough for the Cavs to complete the comeback over the Magic. Again, Magic win 120 to 115. Luke, the Magic shoot 50% from the floor in this game, 45% from the three-point line. And, yeah, uh, win the turnover battle 11-7. to seven, I think that's got to be the lowest turnover game the Magic have had this year. It's got to be up there. I'll look it up, and I'll, I'll confirm that. But, yeah, eight blocks for the Magic, six coming from Mo Bamba. More assists you know, than the Cavs, really moving the ball well in this game. And, yeah, I mean, Mo Bamba, Markel Fultz, Mo, Mo Wagner, Ignis Brezdakis. Ignis with 20 points, 8 of 16 from the floor. He played really well. I know we've hated on him a ton. He's getting some more of an opportunity now, and he, he's every shot he hits, I'm like, all right, maybe I maybe I was a little bit a little bit wrong, a little bit wrong, not totally wrong, mm. but a little bit wrong on on Brezdakis. I do hope this is the last that we see of him in a Magic uniform, just because. 
you know, our 12th, 13th, 14th guy, whatever next season, I'm hoping is like a legitimate NBA player. Um, like a, sorry, Ignis, like a really good, you know, rotation caliber <laughs> NBA player next year. But yeah, uh, I tweeted out after the game that this was forever going to be known as the Brest Dacus game. And the night of the lottery, we'll, we will find out if that is a good thing or a bad thing, Luke. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't care to talk about Brad Stakis. He's a guy that averages you know, 12 minutes a game. He played 36 minutes. So yep. this is the ceiling for Brad Stakis, his per 36 last night, basically. 20 points, 2 assists, 6 rebounds. 8 for 16 from the field, 2 6 from 3. Anyway, I'm done talking about him. We got to see... Markel Fultz and Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner on the court, albeit it was short-lived. But I think concern that I had with Suggs and Markel sharing the court because of lack of shooting from beyond the arc kind of dissipated a little bit last night. Obviously, Markel made the night a lot more fun in that second half. Suggs doesn't have an awesome night by any means. 18 minutes, 4 points. Um, two of five from the field, zero of two from three, but it still made you got him had to have made you at least. I mean, a, he hasn't played in what you know three weeks, right. a month, something so, like that. So it is what it is, but it still didn't discourage me from like it made it still made me feel better um, from what I saw. You saw him on the break together at one point. Um, Franz Wagner, even though we didn't get much out of it, you know, from that standpoint, still makes you excited that that could very well be part of the starting lineup next year. I got a hot take, and you just alluded to it. Okay. Last night, we thought we saw three-fifths of next year's starting lineup opening night. Mm. Yeah. Now, depending on how the Magic do in the lottery, there is a very good chance we could see Chuma Okiki in the starting lineup opening night next season. I would be surprised if, and I understand this is a big if. Mm. Don't yell at me. I understand everything. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about No, I'm going to yell at you. No, you're not. You don't talk to me like that. (laughs) But it is an if. Jonathan Isaac is healthy opening night. I would be a touch surprised to see him in the starting lineup. I think they'll start him slowly off the bench, kind of like we saw with Markel Fultz, 15 to 20 minutes. Really? At least, you know, for a few months. Maybe he gets up to 2025. months. Probably won't see him in a lot of back-to-backs next season. I'm very concerned if that's the case. I mean, we're I mean, we're we're six months out. I hope he's dealing with the hamstring now. I understand, but six months, six more, and we're gonna have him on a minute restriction coming off the bench. Dude, I I don't I don't I don't know anything about I, ACLs. I, I don't know how this how they want to handle me either. Yo, rehab but, and everything like that. But six months, I don't know, man. I hope that's not the case. As we all do. I'll be pleasantly surprised. I could be totally wrong. I, think, I will accept that. But I, I, I'm just trying to go off of what we've seen so far. I think opening night, that starting lineup is Fultz, Suggs, Wagner, Isaac, Dell. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just got the shivers. I just got the shakes. I, I just got the goosebumps. I, I think that's the starting lineup Ooh. opening night. I think I think J.I. Somebody open up a window. Now. I, I think it's no here. no minute restriction. Um, I, I think it's full oh, force opening night, man. And and also to note in this game, Jonathan, usually I only let my wife talk to me like uh, this. Hey, I swear. Well, hey, I mean it is what it is. And Markel breaks the twenty minute 
playtime, right? He plays 24, starts, plays an incredible game. I mean, that's... Looks unstoppable. He looks really good. He looks very good uh, with his 16 and 6 last night. And 8 of 12 from the floor. Um, mm. A lot of them were jump shots. A lot of his... A, a lot of them were jump shots. A lot shots. of his buckets were jump shots. It wasn't like he... like Obviously, you know, he didn't shoot any threes, but he didn't need to. He gets where he wants to go. He did the penny hard away. Oh, my Lord. Oh, mama. Uh, and nasty. Ooh, I need Jesus. If you, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, I believe uh, the Magic posted it on their socials. But um, of like the six of his frame. eight makes basically came from mid range. Yeah. Two of them at the rim. Yeah. He looked good. He looked good. He looked really good. I, I hope that uh, that's the case. I hope that's true to form when it, when it comes to him being without a minute restriction next year and starting. I mean, I'm, I, I'm all aboard. All aboard the Fultz train. 66 to 37, the Magic won the bench points battle last night. Yeah, and again, well, the, that comes the, from the bench. Brass Dacus, Mo Wagner. The bench won the plus or minus against the starters last night. Um, you know, granted, like. Except for Mo Bamba. Let's, let's give Bamba a little bit of credit. Mo Bamba was a minus four. Can we talk about Mo Bamba? Oh, I mean, I'm looking can, at points. He, what an idiot. Nah, he had the I'm worst plus minus. I think. I'm glad I could put that jab in there. Uh, he had the yeah, worst plus you know, minus. My contacts are a little bit dry tonight. Uh, uh, uh-huh. My vision's a little blurry. Yeah. 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 So anyway, hey, Robin no, Bamba had, had the, the worst in, one in box yeah. plus minus last night. Uh, hey, that that eleven and four, you know, and two assists for Rolo. Yeah. Five of ten from the floor, one foul. I mean, that's pretty good. Pretty good for an old guy. R.J. Hampton, Jalen Suggs, Chuma Okiki, the only three Magic players last night to shoot less than fifty percent. Everyone else was 50% or better. Yeah. Seven out of the 10 guys that played last night, 50% or better. Mm-hmm. And the Cavs, I mean, they shot 48% from the floor, but when you're shooting 50% from the floor and you're Magic turning better. the ball over seven times in a game, you're probably going to win. Nine steals for the Magic last night. Yeah. Not look, too shabby at all. Nine so steals, A lot of the blocks. Cavaliers, you know, turnovers, live ball it's turnovers. A, it's a good... It is a good night when you have more steals and blocks than you do turnovers. Yeah, good I'm night. sure Coach Mosley would uh, be very happy about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about Mo Bamba? Like, just because I've been, pe- people have been hitting me up like, "Oh, you guys going to give Mo credit? You're going to give Mo credit?" Like, Mo has the ability to do this once every 15 to 20 games, where he has an incredible shooting night. You know, plays well, you know, defensively. I mean, you got to give him his credit. You know, six blocks, 12 rebounds. That's what we need out of Mobamba every night. You don't need the five of nine from three. You don't need the 21 points. You need the 12 rebounds and anywhere from, you know, two to five blocks a game out of Mo. <laughs> That's what we mm-hmm. ask. He just, in my opinion, has shown that he is not. I, I don't even want to say it's that he can't give it to you. But I know for a fact that he won't give it to you on a consistent basis. And that is the whole problem. Mobamba has a immense amount of talent and potential. But he cannot put it together to do it on a consistent basis in the way that you see out of a guy like Wendell Carter. People feel like Wendell Carter and Franz Wagner for the, the Vooch deal has the potential to be a massive steal of a trade... And it's kind of looking like, you know, it is 
sure the Bulls are happy, but mm-hmm. because Wendell does it every single night, yeah. And Mo, I don't know if it he won't, if he can't, doesn't want to, but he doesn't. I mean, he just has games where like the only way he reaches high point totals is when he can shoot well from three. I'll give him his credit. He was a very average three-point shooter. I'm talking 32-33% at the beginning of the season, right? Last 20 yep. games, he's shooting 44% from three. He is shooting at a much better clip, um, shooting almost five threes a game, 4.6, I think. So I will give him the credit from there. But it still does not take away from the fact of what we've talked about so many times on the show, which is he can't post guys up. He just has no post game at all. Defensively, he is a good shot. He's a great shot blocker, but he's just very mediocre. Elite, elite yes. Um, and it's the one elite part of his game. And when I say one, I mean one. So I, I just don't see him reaching like realistically these high point averages. Um, I, I'm I'm just saying last twenty games, he's only he's he's twelve points, twelve points a game. Every now and then he can pop and give you something. 27 against Minnesota, 18 against Sacramento, 21 against Cleveland. But I just don't trust him enough. And that's in 26 minutes. So I just don't trust him enough to to have him to say like, yeah, roll him out there on this as a starting center every night. I know more more nights than not, Mo Bamba would piss me off. Because he does it now. And and I think that it's just not worth when you weigh the good with the bad. It's just not worth it. Like Mo just, I just don't think he can get there. At least not right now, not in the next season. I think that it's just too long of a timeline for me to really want to pay attention when I can look down the other side of the court and see Wendell Carter there. It, it just well, this yeah. is what I'll say. Like you, you know, you mentioned, you know, start of the season was like you know somewhere in that thirty-two to thirty-four range, yeah. like just kind of below league average or like right at it. And you know, twenty games shooting over forty percent from three, like that is a big deal. If that is something that, and, and let me be very clear, I do feel like Mo Bamba is an NBA caliber player. I do think he's kind of like lower tier rotational piece. But if he's able to be a 40% three-point shooter, that gives him immense value when you pair that with his ability to block shots. If you could get him to rebound you know, 10, 11 rebounds a game, that is where if he's averaging 10 points, 10 rebounds, shooting 40% from the floor, I mean, I, I guess over the next couple of minutes here as I continue to talk here, I can pull that up on NBA.com uh, just to kind of see what the numbers are across the league. Yeah. But if that is the case, then, yeah. You you can do the, that. So, the conversation around Obama completely changes. And I'll say maybe because – you're sticking the seven footer out on the wing, which is where he loves to play. It's Joel Embiid. It's Carl Anthony Towns. Those are the only two guys in the league to average 10, 10, 40% from three. And that just tells me all I need to know about how realistic that is. Also, my point with Mo Bamba. For, for Mo, why is that not realistic? I'm not saying. I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm not, I'm not saying him average, like hitting that stat threshold makes him one of those guys, but he's averaging 10 and eight right now. Right, but I'm saying that I don't think it's a, 10, 10, I don't 40% think it's a, from three. I just don't think it's attainable simply because he's not going to get the opportunity to do that. Now, what I'm saying is Bamba sits out at the three-point line. Like I said, he's got no post game. 
you essentially need Correct. two other players on the court at that time who can play in the post, bump down low. And then when it comes to defensively, if you got two guys that can do that sort of thing, unless you just go five out, I mean, I don't know. But as far as that goes, man, like defensively, like it's just not, like I said, it is not worth it to me to have him do that. I just think he's a liability defensively. I'm not saying that he couldn't have 10, 10 and shoot 40% from three. I'm not saying that at all. I don't think he ever gets the opportunity because I don't think that the team is better for it. I don't think the team would be better if Mo was doing that. So you believe that for him to average 10 and 10, that he would have to be a starter. Is that kind of like the, the argument here? Yeah. All right. I'm going to look up guys that average 10 and 10, um, averaging, you know, less than 20 minutes. Okay. Doesn't exist. Okay. So point stands. I, I just don't, I mean, unless he is, if he is hitting that regardless, I don't think it's even really a conversation. So, um, but he, yeah, you'd have to hit that to hit that 10 points a game. He's going to have to knock down those threes. Cause I just don't think that he, he can get to the, he can get his points any other way. If he would embrace being the role man, Absolutely. Or if you could become a, a better off-ball cutter, yeah. then yes. That, because, yeah. to the point that you mentioned, he plays so much on the perimeter. If he could catch guys sleeping on the weak side, mm-hmm. backdoor cut Absolutely. lobs all day. Franz Wagner, backdoor cuts. Will that ha- I mean, oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> don't you, don't even, don't you dare put them in the same conversation. We know that that's not happening. No, he'd have to get to that point, is what I'm saying. That's what it remind me of. I don't know quite that much, but... He he would have to vastly improve for for sure. So let me ask you one more Mo Bamba question, mm. and then I promise we'll move on. Okay. Has your mind changed at all about him coming back? Before you say that, let me let me say a couple of things okay. here. Okay. I'm not trying to sway. Not trying to sway you one way or the other. I just want to make a couple of points very clear on my behalf. Okay. I still love Mo Bamba. Like, like in a, my heart of hearts, I look at Mo Bamba. I hear him talk about this team. I see him you know, on the sideline, like somebody did something and he was just like doing this weird, like walk thing, like hands over his head. It was the strangest thing. And I was like, what is this guy doing? He's, he's crazy. I love Mo Bamba. I desperately want him to be a great player in this league. It's like with Mo, my mind's telling me no, but my body, mm. My body's telling me yes. That body will you fail know, you. I want him to be good so bad. That body will fail but you. But I just have not seen it from the kid that he can do it or will do it consistently. And that is the problem for me. You hear him talk about the future of this team last night. You can tell he so badly wants to be a part of something special here. I just don't know that he will be. He says all the right things. He does. He says all the right things. I think Mo is hilarious. I I have been around him at media days when I was with, I with the Lakeland Magic. I personally really, 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 really like the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also personally really, really like you, and you wouldn't make the league. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Fam, I I would, I, I'm nice. <laughs> I told my boy today. He he was ragging on me about something. Like, sent this this clip on uh, Instagram in our like little Instagram group chat of this guy like two feet from the basket and he just can't score. He's <laughs> like, oh, this is John. I'm like, Jason, we played one-on-one like five years ago for $40 and I took your money. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, well, we went, we played four games. We went two and two. I said, I won the one that counted. I got the cash. And I was like, you're, you're in way better shape than me. But I told him, I said, don't act like for an average Joe. I'm not 
nice for an average <laughs> Joe. Sorry, I had I just had to say that. Okay, let's go ahead and talk just a little bit about Markel. You know, he's been back. He's been playing really well. Um, we got to see him, you know, in the the starting lineup again. Uh, Sixteen points, two rebounds, six assists, two steals, eight of twelve from the floor in t- almost twenty four minutes uh, on Tuesday night against the Cleveland Cavaliers. How, how are we feeling about uh, Markel Fultz? I love this man. I love him. I love him. I love him. And he, I mean, like you had called for many times throughout the season when the Magic looked disgruntled offensively, not necessarily disgruntled is the word, but disorganized, um, turnover heavy, all those things. You said many times, this team just needs the calming presence of a Markel Fultz. And it's shown. I mean, Markel has contributed greatly already in just the short minutes that he's been getting. He finally breaks that 20-minute barrier last night. I, I love what he does. I, I love his, his playmaking ability, the ability to find people. I mean, averaging 4.9 assists a game right now. It, I mean, with more minutes, you got to think he at least can get seven, six assists a game. I would love for, for him to be able to get to that like 30 minutes, 32 minutes a game. And if he can give us, if he can give us like 15 and 15 and seven, I, at least for like next year, I'd be fine with that. All right, let's uh let's let, let's get into the weeds a little bit in terms of the old uh you know Markel Fultz. Mm. So first of all, and this is according to cleaningtheglass.com, Markel Fultz has played the most possessions with the lineup of Terrence Ross, Ignis Brezdakis, Moritz Wagner, Robin Lopez. So he's played 33 of his 636 possessions with that lineup. He's also had some time with uh, Gary Harris, Terrence Ross, Chumo Kiki, Wendell Carter. Um, 32 possessions with Jeff Doughton, uh, Terrence Ross, Mo Wagner, Robin Lopez. So he he's just played with a, a myriad of lineups, you know, since returning to the Orlando Magic uh, this season. Now, I brought that up to show the fact that most of the time that he's on the floor. He's not playing with the starters. He's not playing mm-hmm. with the best players on the team. There's a lot of Ignis Brezdakis there, uh, you know, Jeff Doughton, you know, Moritz Wagner. You know, he and Moritz Wagner have had great chemistry together, I think. But let's not act like, you know, he's on the floor with Jalen and, and Wendell and, and, and Franz and, and Cole. You know what I right. mean? Now, I understand that per 36 is not a perfect statistic. Some people hate per 36. Okay, but per 36 minutes, Markel, who um, as of right now, he is averaging, let's see, I think you just mentioned 4. it, 19.2 minutes per game. Oh, okay. 19.2 minutes per game. Per 36 is averaging 20.3 points, 4.9 rebounds, 9.1 assists, 2.2 steals. Okay. Let's just extrapolate that, and let's say he was able to average that. Now, Markel, probably not going to play 36 minutes a game. Most guys in the league don't play 36 minutes a game. But if you look around the league, and let's just go off of points and assists. Yeah. If Markel was able to average 20 points, 9 assists, okay, he would be in company with Trey Young, James Harden, and DeJounte Murray. 
Those are the only three players in the league averaging at least 20 points a game, nine assists. Now, if Markel was playing with better players throughout his 19.2 minutes per game, whatever it is so far to start the season, I do think that he would be averaging more assists than he is now. And due to that, his assists per 36 would be a little bit higher. Now, 20 points per game out of Markel would be, in my opinion, like best case scenario. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately when he's at the peak of his powers and you know he's getting the correct amount of usage and he has the right balance of, oh, I'm going to make this play for somebody else. I'm going to make this pass. Okay, now I'm going to go get my own bucket. I think you know, a great outcome for us would be like 17, 18 points per game for Markel and somewhere around like eight or nine assists. Like to me, that would be incredible if the Magic are able to be really good. That is kind of where I see the path for Markel becoming an all-star. If he is the very best version of what we know that he's good at currently, even without the three-point shot, and if the Magic are competitive. That's kind of his, if he's ever going to be an all-star, that is kind of how it's going to happen. And people who thought maybe Cole or Jalen was the best guard on this team, or they thought Cole or Jalen was the point guard of the future of this team. I don't know how you watch what we've seen in the 16 games that Markel Fultz has been back and just feel very, very silly and wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it's a, it's a no brainer. It's Markel Fultz. Always By has, a lot. Always has been. Always will be for as long as he's in a Magic uniform. I mean, he's he's a starting point guard of this team. I'm going to make a Harry Potter reference. That's good. Right I, I'll act I, like I know, I know you're not a big Harry about. Potter fan. But when Dumbledore sees Snape's Patronus, and it is the same as Lily Potter as Harry Potter's mother, Dumbledore realizes that all this time, Snape has been in love with Lily Potter. And he says... I think it's I think he says even now or all this time something to that effect and Snape the very famous line says always and it's the same with Markel Fultz you thought it was Jalen you thought it was Cole maybe some of you thought it was RJ yeah it's Markel and it's always been Markel he's the best guard on this team in my opinion he should be the point guard of the future of this team and it's it's just going to get better from here it can't get worse cheers <laughs> it can't get worse. It can get worse. Man, we're the second. We're the we're tied. No, I'm, I'm talking. Okay, you're talking about the team. I just I'm mean talking, in general. I'm like about Markel you said, no, 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 no. I no, absolutely. With Markel, obviously, it could yeah. get it. It could absolutely get worse. Um, yeah. No, as a team, as a whole, Markel contributing as a starting guard. I think that uh, I think this team's going to be a lot of fun. This team was pretty fun this year until like All Star break, maybe a little before that. Actually, probably fifty yeah. percent through the year, I was pretty done. But um, we're almost to the end, and we can then start the countdown to the lottery, then the draft, then offseason, see if the Magic have anything up their sleeves, then start of the season. It, I already can't wait for the start of the season just because we start 0-0, zero and, zero and we, we just ride. All right, real quick, Luke. Uh, to finish up the season on Thursday, we're at Charlotte Sunday. We're at home versus Miami. Um, it feels like Miami is probably going to clinch the, the number one team in the East. They have games still against Atlanta and then Orlando. Um, 
Atlanta is still kind of in that like playing race. Like if they're going to finish nine or eight, you would rather finish eight so that you only have to win, I think, two games or one game at that point. I'm still not very clear on the play-in. But it looks like Miami's going to end up wrapping up um, you know, the Eastern Conference with a win either against the Hawks or the Magic. If they lose to the Hawks, you can count on the Magic losing that last game for sure. But I, I think the Magic finish 0-2. And what did you put out the other day? You said the Magic now because of... So OKC won yeah. last night. Mm-hmm. So if the Magic lose one of their final two games, the like the lowest they can finish is two. Okay. They cannot slip to three as long as they lose. And there are some other things that would have to happen if the Magic won out. But if the Magic lose one of the final two, they will finish no lower than second. At this point... Houston would have to win out their last two games. I don't see that happening. So I feel like the Magic are locked at number two. So first of all, I, I'll just throw this out there. Magic are getting their doors blown off against Charlotte. I, they're 13.5-point dogs right now. I think they get the, mm. the doors blown off. So then you kind of clinch those like top two worst records. I want against the Heat, I want to go balls to the wall. Oh, heck yeah. I just hope... I hope that that we beat the Heat. I hope that it's like them putting all of their effort. They're not sitting players because they haven't clinched the number one in the East. I uh, also, I don't know if I'd, I don't know what that looks like, right? Because Brooklyn right now is in the eighth spot, kind of neck and neck with the Hawks. It's all a very thing. Like, I I don't know if Miami's pumped about playing any of these teams. But uh, all that to say, I hope the Magic can beat Miami and uh, it would be a nice way to kind of put a bow on the uh, end of a pretty bad season. It definitely would be. uh, Perfect scenario. We definitely beat the Heat the end of the season. And and it's not on the, it's not because of Ignis Brasdakis. That would, yeah, that would would be my preference. I don't care. Best case scenario would be the Heat have to win that game or they don't clinch the East and the Magic win and they fall to two. I don't care mm-hmm. what their matchup is in the first round. Knocking them down from one to two would almost make the whole season worth it. Yeah, along with some other things. But yeah. Screw the Heat. Screw the Raptors. That's where I'm at these days. That's fine. Anything else? No. Go Magic, baby. Go Magic. All right, folks. Well, for Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You are listening to the Ignis Presdeka Show. The six-man show, really. We will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!